Ho, 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 holy shit. Titles. Go. No Elwin. Bruised Wayne. Buy me some pancakes. Yule Goat. The Kid Rock end of the gene pool. The Butthole Show. Burr Bikini. <clears throat> Puppet Therapy. Crazy Sauce. The Swatter. The Book According to the Black Mailman. <laughs> the White Carl Winslow. <laughs> All right, then. Let's do this, if, if, if you're okay with that, Paul. Welcome to this very festive edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Noel Wynn. <laughs> coconut bra, tassels, man, little coconut holes, Jack. It must be Jack, based on that description. Gotta be Jack. <laughs> Guys, what's got you geeked? All right, I struggled with this a little bit this week, um, just because I'm excited about Christmas, but everyone's excited about Christmas. And I thought really, really long and hard because I wanted something good. And I thought it might be my secret Santa gift I got today, which was a set of throwing knives that I'm really excited to throw at the dog this summer. Uh, But I decided I'm going to go with something that has me, I don't want to say I'm geeked about it, but I'm looking forward to the entertainment value of something very interesting that's going on in our lives. Now, um, we were looking to try to switch therapists for Avery because the uh, she's at Liberty Resources because they can do med management uh, as well. Um, but they, she's gone. She had three different therapists. They they start with her, they leave. None of them have any experience with Tourette's or anything. And this new new one, this this really young girl, I think this is like she must be just starting off. She's really nice, but she doesn't know what to do with her. So we wanted to move her back to her old therapist, and we were looking into, um, you know, processes and all that kind of stuff. Would insurance cover it? And my wife ran across that. Um, I don't know if it's SU. It's one of the colleges around here runs this this program where you can get free family counseling uh, as long as you understand it's students and they're going to talk to their teacher about it and everything. And we don't need like family, like, you know, everything's in an uproar, but we do struggle, uh, especially with Avery's behavior. You know, we we want to find ways to deal with her craziness um, and not always always be negative, if that makes sense, because it, it's very difficult. It's a challenge. Um so we decided to start doing this just because it was free. What the hell? Um, what's happened has been very interesting. Now, we have two Chinese students. Um, I, I couldn't tell you their names. Um, and uh, I, I can't always understand everything they say. They're nice enough. Um, but it, 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 there's something weird here because we've had multiple in-person meetings. We have multiple Zoom meetings. And they insist on a meeting separately with Damara and I and everything. We've noticed something. They keep asking, oh, you guys work together. That must be difficult. No, no, really. Actually, it's it's kind of cool. Oh, but you spend all your time together. You know, you, you must get stressed out. Like, 
literally, literally trying to find a problem here. We've had to tell them several times, we're here for therapy with our dynamic, with our daughter, My, you know, our marriage is fine and they won't let up. They just keep trying to find a problem with our relationship. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if they look at me and they think I, you know, I crawled out of the kid rock end of the gene pool, uh, but you know, I'm not beating my wife and you know, everything's great there. We just have a challenging kid. Uh, so, you know, we, we've continued to do this. Every time we show up, they say, what do you want to get out of this therapy? Damara's ready to tell them, you know, for you to fucking remember the answer to that question that you asked us every time, because they just keep asking it over and over again. Uh, they keep asking what our expectations are for behavior. Now, we're not expecting Avery to be an angel. You know, she's a challenging kid. But, you know, she regularly jumps up off the couch and shows me her butthole. All right. There, there are things that are just are not appropriate and just ridiculous, crazy sauce. And they just keep acting like maybe we have too high of expectations. She's just a kid. She's 11 for fuck's sake. I mean, one more year and they'd marry her off if it was 100 years ago. You know, she's not an idiot. She knows that when she's irritating people. And to top it all off, the last time we went right at the end of the session, we had to leave because we had to pick uh, her up. My mother-in-law went to the hospital for something. We had to pick her up. Um, they go, okay, come over here and pick out a puppet. They had a stand full of animal puppets, and they wanted us all to pick a puppet and start talking to each other. So we were beginning puppet therapy. Yes, what puppet to pick out? <laughs> and now here's the thing. Damara's like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I'm like, where? I, I just want to see where it's going to go. I mean, this is going to give me great material for the show. And I just, I want to see how wackadoodle this can get. You know, it's only time. I mean, we'd just be at home watching TV anyway. But, you know, man, it, it, strange. I'm excited to see what, what craziness they try to pull on us next. Um, I, <laughs> puppets, dude. Fucking puppets. <laughs> I, I'm working on a puppet voice. I'm 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 really gonna play. I've I've already started like fucking with them anyway with some of my answers, and now I'm I'm gonna get a puppet voice and I'm gonna create a character and that's how I'm gonna talk every time. It's gonna be a blast. Um, I'm I'm just thinking you should really go straight up like medieval, like <laughs> European, like connotation and everything exclusively with the with the the puppet. No matter what the puppet is. Yeah. Oh, I picked an alligator. Outstanding. That's that's. So is he Noel, Noellen, the the alligator, or no? You don't the, 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 I don't. I don't know. It's supposed to represent me. I guess it's my <laughs> avatar. The Noelwin thing is just because my first name's Elwin and it's Christmas time. It has nothing to do with puppet <laughs> therapy. What did Demar pick? What animal did she pick? Uh, I don't remember now. The king's English alligator. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I was looking for. Thanks, Jack. Uh, you should show up for the next session. Like, and just whip out, like, a full backstory, like, full written out, like, <laughs> character Bible. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you just have your puppet do the whole episode. Just <laughs> oh. <Yes>, starring. <laughs> no, I've I've already done an episode where there was another character played by me, and that didn't go too well, according to Paul. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got. All right. Who's next? <sighs> um... I guess I'll go like, um, it's pretty simple. Like we all are excited for the holidays for sure. But, um, I actually really am excited for the holidays. Like I said, last time I've already had my shopping done, but it's really cool. Like I like to play Santa Claus as uh big Polly Ho Ho is over here. Um, it's kind of cool to be Santa Claus and 
I just really enjoy um, seeing people's faces light up when they get that special gift. It's kind of cool. You see their uh, smile and they have like a little tear to their eye and all that. Like Emily and I did our gift exchange this past weekend. Um, she got me like an ornament with us in it, which was really cool. But um, I just remember one year I got my mom like a music box or something like that, that she's always wanted, played one of her favorite songs. And then the ladies started crying like with excitement, of course. But yeah, she, she wasn't freaked out by it, but she, she really was, enjoyed it. She was yeah, so she was, disappointed. She just... she was, yeah, she's like, I don't want this shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, she's like, put that away. But um, <laughs> but I'll leave you with a funny story. But like, I remember one year I was six years old. I wanted to go to the mall, but my dad's like, you're too young. We're just going to go to the Dollar Tree and we're going to go do some Christmas shopping. I'm like, okay. So my dad um, worked for Niagara Mohawk for 40 plus years. He worked for his way from the mail center all the way up to the public relations director. So he worked his way up. So I was like, okay. So um, I found this nice little thing. Six-year-old Jack, as you know, I've never lost my uh, weirdness charm. I find a mailman with a Dalmatian. The mailman is a black mailman. <laughs> so my dad my parents still have the, they have this case that has like their antiques in it their waterford all these nice things emily and i go over to give um my parents some christmas presents my dad pulls out of the antique case. he's like look what jack got me one year he still has that black mailman statue <laughs> so i'm like dad why'd you keep it he's like why not <laughs> you got me something that i really like and it caught me off guard i'm like i'm so glad you like it still after all <laughs> these great. years yeah, the guy wouldn't let me go to the mall. So we went to the Dollar Tree and I was like, you worked in the mailroom. I wanted to get you a mailman. He's like, the black mailman is beautiful. <laughs> but it's fun, though, the Christmas time, just seeing people's faces light up. Like, like I said, my dad kept that after all these years, the music box. And it's just nice to give people stuff. And that's the spirit of Christmas. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Kev? Corbs? Somebody? I'll go. I mean, mine uh, mine just happened today. Um, I had my yearly physical today, so I got to, I went and met with, um, obviously, my doctor. Um, she'd been out on maternity leave. She came back in November. Um, so I hadn't seen her. I saw somebody else before. Um, not too keen on the girl I saw before. She doesn't really listen, I guess is the correct word. Perfect. My doctor, I see now, she listens. She'll talk. She'll start carrying a conversation and all this stuff, you know, so it was, it was good to, to see her again. You know, I asked her about, about her son. He's seven and a half months years. He's seven and a half months. So he's, uh, he's still a baby and stuff like that. So they're, they're excited for Christmas and whatnot. Um, but I had gone last week and gave blood, did my blood work. So that when I went in, they could, uh, she likes to have it in front of her so we can discuss my, my A1C, my cholesterol, my blood pressure and all that stuff. Um, so when I was there um, before she came back. I was there, I think, like, September, October, one of the two. My A1C was at nine. So it had gone back up. Um, but when it I saw her else. today, well, yeah, when I saw her today, it was down to to just just above seven. Nice. So it's gone way down. So Much was, better, yeah. I was pretty stoked about that. Yeah, um, and I've lost 10 pounds. So Even better. It's, it's just the, the, the whole thing is the job. I mean... Even she said the fact that I'm up and moving around again, I'm not just stationary and sedentary in my office and was in, was in my room. I literally rolled out of bed, climbed into my chair, worked for eight hours, and then climbed back into bed and went back to sleep if I wanted to. 
So here I can't do that. I mean, here I'm running around the office pretty much all day long. So it's great. Um, I, I love the job. So that's just, but the, the thing for me was the fact that my A1C came down a full, almost a full two points or over two points, which is nice. And she said, if I, if I continue on with the way that I am going, uh, it'll probably can get it under, under seven, probably closer to six, which is supposed to be under seven. Anything under seven is good. Paula, as you know, I mean, obviously, um, when you go and see a doctor, obviously they talk about your A1C and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I'm hoping ne next time I see her, I don't see her again until June, but I'm hoping by then my A1C will be under, under seven. So that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that literally just happened today. So that's, I mean, I had some other stuff, but that was, I was kind of stoked about that. So you should be, that's good. So. That's Who thought we'd good. reach the age where we're happy when our A1C goes down? <laughs> right. Or that we know what an A1C is. Yeah. <laughs> I see the stress has been down to uh, Corbs, and you put the new addition on in your house over there, your place. I like <laughs> your new <snoop> study. <laughs> All right. So what's this section again? What's this segment about? What's got you geeked? Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> where we still are. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm happy we're finally getting our new boiler and and heating system put in. There you go. Yes, That's good. Look okay, at the the heating system that you're putting in. Is it is it floor is it floor heating? So uh, we had a boiler and we had baseboard um, yep. radiators. Okay. So cast okay. iron radiators. You know the low ones, not the not the tall ones. You might think of an older house, but so all all through the house are these low uh, cast iron radiators that you know really radiate the heat really well. Well, over the past couple of years, um, they've started to leak here and there. And, um, you know, they're 60 plus years old, 65 plus years old. So it kind of makes sense. And last year and a half, I've been looking to find somebody that could that could fix them, replace them, whatever, rebuild them. Doesn't exist. And to buy new ones is almost impossible. Um, so I started looking for somebody to replace everything. Uh, the boiler's old. It was five years old. We moved in in 01. Um, so I wanted everything replaced and tried to get somebody local to do it. Nobody, nobody wanted to do the work because it's a lot of work. Um, so finally got Isaac out of Syracuse to do it. Um, and they've been here. They quoted the job for two days and uh, it's already been three. So and they got at least one more to go. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it hasn't been horribly cold and the house kind of retains heat pretty well. So, the fireplace and a couple electric heaters have been okay. But I mean, the house has been just, it's everything in every room is like pushed to the center of the room. So we can't use anything in the house. I mean, there's, you can barely get in the kitchen. This room I'm in here, our computer room is like the only room we have a, a TV and a couple of chairs that we can actually use. Um, and, it's, and it'll be like this until the end of the day tomorrow at the at bare minimum, because once I get it all hooked up, I got to test it for uh, leaks and stuff. Right. The one thing I will say is that they're doing a phenomenal job. You know, they're taking their time and the installation is top notch. Um, I, I've seen boiler systems go in with, we went from a single zone to two zones because it's split level. So uh, we like to run the fireplace every once in a while in the kit, you know, in the living room, which is the lower level. And um, that really messes with the heat because that's where the thermometer is. So now we have two. So now we can regulate the upstairs and not, you know, not freeze our asses off when we go to bed if we want to have the fireplace going. 
Um, and that's, that's taken some time. So, uh, yeah, I'm, it was, it was, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little stressful trying to figure out if we we're going to have heat for the winter. Um, just waiting for those, those radiators to blow out. And now it's a little stressful trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to keep the house warm until they get right. Down. Well, you're, you're, you're lucky. Cause I think, uh, it's supposed to be in about mid mid 30 yeah. tomorrow. And then Friday, it's supposed to be in the fifties for the first yeah. half of the day. So at least yeah. until for the next, but after that, it's supposed to be brutal cold over the weekend. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's going to be shitty weather. Yeah. Um, from you know 11 12 on on friday so hopefully, hopefully they get it fixed before they get it in and everything's working before then because if, if it's in the 20s and you really are struggling with heat so i i think they will um everything and everything downstairs so the boiler and all the all the supply lines all that's done um they're just putting the radiators in now like i say and they have half the downstairs done um but but they have you know three times as much left as what they've done to right. go. So hopefully they can get that all done in a day. Um, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and turned on and <laughs> tested. Right. And plus they're supposed to come back in a day or two and check it to make sure it's not leaking. So I don't know who that lucky SOB is to <laughs> come to my house during the holidays on a weekend, but that's, what's going to happen. Right. Will they so, come to your house on Christmas day if they have to? According to what they told me, they have to be here two days after they turn it on uh, to look for leaks. So once it's on, it's been pressurized and had several heat cycles, they have to come back and take a look at it. So that means somebody's going to be here Saturday or Sunday. Yikes. Can I ask you, um, just ballpark, what that's running for you? Just because I'm looking at something similar eventually when we need to. We have the same kind of heating here. So I'll tell you exactly. Um so the, there was a difference uh, if I kept it single zone. Um, so it's a brand new boiler, all brand new equipment, you know, all the way through. Um, so uh, if we kept a single zone, it was going to be 18.5. Um, and we went to two zones. So it took the price up over 22,000. So 22 and a half. Wow. 1800 square foot house. You said eighteen um, five. I was like one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. That's yeah. not too bad. <laughs> yes. Holy shit! It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot of equipment. the The boiler is no joke. Um, everything is guaranteed for ten years, parts, labor, whatever. Um, first year of their golden service included. Um, and plus, you know, being their system, I mean, it's it's a it's. What do they say? How many hours? It's it's a couple hours turn around if I have a problem. Um, twenty four seven. So, oh, yeah. If they come out on Christmas, it's probably like triple time or something. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I mean, they've already they're already going to have two days invested in this. I mean, they've had three three guys on site for for three for two days. Two guys on site today. It'll be two guys on site tomorrow. So, I mean, that's a lot of manpower. Yeah. Um. So. I'm just like, man, for $22,000, I could buy a whole house if I don't mind living next to someone with a mullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm foregoing, you know, a snowmobile or a new motorcycle for this. But, it, I mean, it's going to be worth it because I know I know what the heat is like when it's all done. And I know what it means to have a system that's overbuilt, which is what this is. Mm-hmm. This is what we've had. Um, you know, the house was built in 57 and the heating system that was in it. was That's what it was. Um, I mean, the boiler's been changed a couple of times, but the heating system has been the heating system the entire time. When people came in to, 
to investigate what it would take to, to change it out. I told him, I said, I want this to last another 60 years. So I'm, you know, whether I have the house or somebody else does, it's going to be as good or better than what it was. Nice. So I just, I'd be really happy if the stress part of it was done. Right. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Um, all right, so I guess it's my turn. I, I got nothing this week. Um, it, it's been a pretty stressful time. Uh, we're still scrambling, finishing up. Um, okay, I guess the only cool thing I have that I can go with, I just it just popped into my head. I'm trying something new this year for a new tradition. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but they're called the the Christmas Eve boxes. If you guys heard about this, it, it's yeah. a thing the last couple of years, I guess, but it's the one thing that everybody gets to open on Christmas Eve and inside the box. Usually there, there's things like, um, new Christmas pajamas and, you know, something to do and some snacks and, and a Christmas movie that you're going to watch that night. It's, it's kind of, it helps like even the kids out and everything because, you know, all the fucking gifts are coming and woo, fucking Santa. And, <laughs> and so, so, and Kristen doesn't even know I'm doing this. I'm like, well, let's give this a try. So everyone's getting new pajamas, um, an activity. The girls have some kind of activity. Kristen's getting a, and I can say this because A, this probably won't come out before Christmas Day. And B, she doesn't watch the show. So um, she's getting like an adult coloring book, crayons. And I found, and it's too bad Kev had to go. Uh, I found a... Hocus Pocus themed card game. Cool. By um, Funko, actually. So that's in there with hers, as well as, you know, there, we have like the, the fuzzy slipper socks. And what else did I put in? Oh, new new charge cables for everybody because the kids are killing everybody's charging cables. <laughs> um, so that's going to be the thing is um, like, I, hopefully it works out the way I want it to. I'm going to make an excuse to run back in the house before we leave on Christmas Eve and put them out so they're waiting for us in the house when we get home from it. And uh, so I'm hoping it'll be cool. The The movie we're, we're planning on now that uh, I have access to HBO Max again um, for Christmas Eve is going to be a Christmas Story Christmas. I still so, haven't seen that. It looks really good. I want to check haven't that yet out. Either. And I'm going to now I'm going to wait for Christmas Eve. So did you get me in my Christmas Eve box, um, a sleeper, a, a pancakes, and um, an invitation over on Christmas Eve? Fuck no. Fuck you. Actually, you, you know, know what? I should <laughs> extend an invitation to you for where we're going on Christmas Eve, because if I have to deal with it, you can too. <laughs> what the fuck do I have to do now? <laughs> no, it's just uh, <laughs> all, my, all, my, all my mom's family, so uh, that her side of the family, it's that's we're going out to Cato, so... Oh, goody. I just need to get drunk quick. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, you know, if you, need, if you need an excuse to go back in the house, you know, it always works for me. I got to oh, shit! No. Oh, shit. I think I have some toilet paper stuck to my balls. Hold on. <laughs> Nobody will ask that. Or I you're guess gonna... we'll try that. No one's going to double check. Right. No one's going right? to nope. take you at your word. Right. You do you. Just... <laughs> like honestly like if you say you're not feeling good they say we'll say oh what's wrong if you have the slippery shits nobody will ask <laughs> so you say this shit and i can't use it for a title <laughs> how about the slippery shits <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about the uh hershey squirts mm -hmm. 
The that is court. not a name for a holiday festive episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I referenced it, and I, I'm sure you guys noticed this. Uh, Kev had to step out. They've still got a lot going on with uh, the construction in the house right now. Uh, he did extend his holiday wishes to everybody out there except Laura, not you. Damn. Oh, that hey, Laura, Laura's on my nice list now. I heard. <clears throat> Casting from Kev's garage until he finds me. <laughs> it's cold but in here. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep moving on. Uh, let's talk a little bit of gaming. I got something for you. Um, I, I don't know if you got saw, but a game came out called High on Life about a week ago, and it is on Game Pass. And I started playing it, and it is fucking hilarious. Now, it, it, all the criticisms of the game are—I I get them. You know, technically, it doesn't break new ground. It doesn't do anything new, but it's basically a first-person shooter written by the guys who make written, Rick and Morty. Nice. And, and I mean, it's wacky in that respect. Colorful, everything plays well. Um, but your gun is alive and it talks to you and it's Morty. It's basically Morty. It's not supposed to be Morty, but it's the same voice and the same attitude. And, you know, I mean, even, even like just, just to throw some shit out there, cause I know you won't play it. Um, there's one pl- point where I go to a world where there, there's a bunch of care bears. That's what they are. They're by a different name, but they all, they're all ragged and stuff because they've been enslaved and you're going to free them. And if I point my the gun at the Care Bears and tried to kill them, or I because I point at every innocent person, imagine Morty's voice like, "Hey, what the fuck? Stop it! I'm not going to shoot innocent people. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> but I mean, it just the 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 dialogue is constant. There's actually this one point where this little flying dude just starts bugging you. He's like a mini Modoc or something. I don't know. And he just follows you through the level. And even if you're having trouble figuring out where to go, I swear to God, it was like 40 minutes of dialogue that didn't repeat that. He just kept going on about his family and his mother, you know, and his ex-wife and all this. It was just ridiculous. Um, But it's a fun game. Uh, Definitely worth checking out. If you have game pass, I mean, it's a no brainer, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's part of game pass. It's free play it. Um, I don't know I'm yet if it's worth a full, you know, 60, 70 bucks, but it's definitely, if you find it at a discount, it's a fun game. Outstanding. That's awesome. Um, so my buddy came over and he um, let us play with his MetaQuest 2, the virtual reality and all that, which is really cool. So it's like, I got a game for you. I'm like, because I haven't gamed in so long. So I was like, okay, what do you got? The NFL Pro Experience Quarterback. So I'm like, perfect. I know, uh, Corbs, you might like something like that. So... It actually makes me want to get a virtual reality set. So it was really cool. He's like, do you even know the buttons? I'm like, no, I don't. But I can read a playbook for like NFL a little bit, like all these plays that they're running, which is really neat. So it was really cool. You put the headset on and literally like I, of course, was the Philadelphia Eagles. But you look around you, you're in an NFL stadium. Oh, nice. It was so cool. Like you're in the stadium was loud. You have to go like this with the headset to quiet down. Like you have to literally silence the 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 crowd a little bit That's it was awesome. really oh it was so cool like my friend is like what are you doing like i'm holding the ball like this getting ready to snap it like as the quarterback and it was so cool like literally um i've only done half a season it was like um but literally like you're pouring sweat after like you're doing this like because like you're actually scrambling as the quarterback um you're throwing the ball like the quarterback like your headset gets all jolted if you get like sacked which is really cool one of the only downsides I would say is because Jason Kelsey, he's the Eagles center. I know a lot of people may not know him, but he's white, but the, in the game, he's black. So like the AI of the characters aren't caught up a little bit. So wow. but like, 
But the, I mean, this isn't like a roster update or something. <laughs> no, but like you do have like you do have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. You have the the actual numbers on the right players, but like you can definitely tell like their AIs are not. But you can actually get in like one of your teammates' face masks. Like it's like why didn't you catch that ball? But like you can hand the ball off to your running back. You do like is that because I'm confused? I was white last year. Now I'm black. What's going yeah. on? But uh, yeah, right. No, contract. but it's cool. But it's cool though. Like, like when you go to the sideline, like you just like you can pace the sideline. Literally, I ran right into a wall the other day because. Can, uh, can, right can you can you throw a hissy fit and break your iPad? I literally just Tom, when you play easy, in the Easy Tom. Tom. Yeah, easy Tom. But yeah, like, I threw I threw a touchdown and my basement ceilings aren't so tall. But I was like touchdown and I almost put a hole through my ceiling. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, one but, one more question. Do you what? get to do like off field activities too as the quarterback? You just pace on the sideline. You can look at like the fans behind you, you can look at the coaches and your teammates, but so it's, you not, can't it's, so, like, it's not well, like uh in Madden's where you can do like uh mini camps, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But in, in yeah. Madden's when you do like so, a superstar whatever it is, where you do like the you get the promotion, you get the not the promotions that the Madden cards are you talking about? That's no, 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 no. It's it's used to be where you would became a superstar. You would you could pick a guy. You could be the attributes, the, all the off season stuff. You did the yeah advertising. You did all that. It did all that stuff. That's what I think. Paul is kind of hitting at. No, if, no. I was no, just wondering not. if you play you as Tom Brady, like can you kiss your son on the lips? Oh, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, dude. I was. But no, it but... took that long for me to set that fucking joke up, and you talked over it. What the yeah. fuck? But no, it was. It's a cool game, though. None, but it's weird, though. I saw you, what you were doing, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> it was really. But it's a cool game, though. Like when you want to go into certain modes, though. Like it, they promote littering, which is kind of weird, though. You pick up the football and then you drop it. Then it goes right into the game. You pick up a clipboard and then it goes to the next screen. It's like okay, but overall, it's a good experience. I like that one. You know what? They need to do like a WWE game with that. They said they're in the pre- they, they want to do more stuff like this. Can you imagine your wrestler getting body slammed? Why? Well, you know what? That would be impossible to play. It's just impossible. You could. It sounds like I, we're I'm playing a long out. game here, Hugh. A I long want game, Jack maybe. to get it. Hold on, I want Jack to get it, and then I want to be able to sneak up behind him and just whack him with a fucking chair. Oh, dude! Literally, <laughs> you do not stand behind somebody. Literally, I no. Chopped I got it. I got it. reality. Yeah. No. But but you know, really? Paul, what you, what you don't know is it that headset will probably protect him from it. Those things are heavy duty. The, don't yeah, they typically are... hit him in the back though? Oh yeah, if you hit him in the back, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. yeah. Where, where does he keep going? What is going it's on? God damn cat! So in and out, in and out. No matter where he is, he's crying at me. But yeah, <laughs> very cool. That actually sounds really cool. I. I... Every yeah, time I'm in Target, cool. I stand there at that case and I look at the Oculuses and I'm like, God, I should, I should. My do son's it. got my son got one last year for Christmas. Yeah. So it's, t- it's, t- it's, t- it's tough for me to. It would be tough for me to play it because I wear glasses and contacts. So it'd be tough for. It, it, there's you can buy a, an adapter to use with your glasses on it. So or you can wear your contacts, which is fine. Or you can they actually make lenses. I have lenses for mine that pop yeah. in and out. Yeah, this is a oh, prescription okay. lenses. Yeah, yeah, you can get. Prescription lenses to put in. And on Amazon, you get them on the first set I bought was like, you know, um, Jesus, like a hundred bucks. The second set I got on Amazon was like $35, $36. Nice. No no reason not to do it. 
but they have also like that beat saber game that's pretty fun and i played like smells like teen spirit and like this it kind of looked like guitar hero when you were playing a little bit like with like all the, the different things you have to do it was pretty fun so yeah my Sammy. son's played the beat saber on it before i like you i like walk by his room he's playing and he's just swinging his arms and you're going what the hell is he doing and you're like oh okay and then I can hear it like he he has a shooter game in there. It's, it's like one of the games that I think came with it or something. He plays that. And he'll just be, you'll be walking around his room. He's like pointing his fingers and you can hear the gun going off. And I'm like, pew pew, <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> See, I feel like I would get that because they have one right now that's with zombies. And my dad loves Resident zombies. Evil, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, dad, they have Resident Evil, but they also have other ones. And I Resident, would assume, yeah. I feel like if I get that gift, my dad be like, "Oh, this is nice. Uh, fuck you, I'm taking it. Bye." <laughs> They're expensive. They're expensive, though. They're what? Three hundred bucks for the, the base actually, model. Actually, they right? they I believe they might have gone up. They yeah, actually they raised the price. Yeah, it's up close to four. Fucking Zuckerberg. Can I borrow the Geek Pod card, Paul? To buy you it? have it. We had this discussion. It's at a zero balance. You've been buying too much shit. Wait a reason below don't pay for themselves. It's a white privilege card. What? What? Uh, uh, Okay. We uh this this sleigh has gone way off track. Um, (laughs) let's bring this back a little bit. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Um. Okay. So, I have not played this game, but in the spirit of our holiday special, I wanted to to shine um a Christmas light on. A game that came out in 2019. Hugh, you may have heard of this one. It is called Cthulhu Saves Christmas. I have not. Okay. It is a prequel to Cthulhu Saves the World. I, I don't know if, if that helps you at all. Nope. Uh, it, it's from. Those are uh, two things Cthulhu does not do. So No, I wouldn't think so. But here we go. This this is the write-up. I, I just happened to find this. <clears throat> This is what they say from uh, from the developer at uh, Zeboid Games. Z-E-B-O-Y-D. Okay. Uh, the master of insanity, Cthulhu, has lost his powers again. And the only way he can get them back is by rescuing Santa Claus from the League of Christmas Evil. In this prequel to Cthulhu Saves the World. Join Cthulhu, the Snow Maiden, Elsa, Baba Yaga-chan, and... Bell's nickel as they build relationships, fight the League of Christmas Evil, and catch the Christmas spirit. Fight the Krampus, Mary Lloyd, and other Christmas League of Evil villains in unique turn-based combat. And sanify your enemies. Build your relationship levels with friends and foes in the super streamlined life sim segments. Tentacles, multi-character abilities, more chickens than you would expect in a Christmas game. Pacing that doesn't waste your time. Fun for the whole family. And what platform is this on? Steam and GOG. Um, It was also a limited run game for a while where you could get it for PS5 and the Switch. Um, and literally, it's on sale right now if you go to GOG.com, G-O-G.com, for like $2.50. Uh, it basically looks to me, from the screenshots, I saw kind of like a Final Fantasy 1 or 2 uh, clone and all that. Sounds like it's really fucking funny. I, I, I almost considered getting out the personal laptop and actually downloading this and buying it to try it out. Um 
So if you get a chance, follow our link, check it out. Looks like a lot of fun. I believe it's also on Steam Deck, by the way. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Right. I'm currently uh, failing miserably to mod Skyrim for my Steam Deck. So I've probably reinstalled Skyrim six times in the past 24 hours. So, Holy shit. That's a whole lot of Skyrim. Yeah. All right. Um, if no one else has any other video games, I'm going to uh, pinch hit here for Kev, if that's all right with you guys. You can sure. pinch whatever you want, Kev. It's none of my business. Damn. You're pinching a loaf. I did that earlier. The you a log. <laughs> log? Did you see log? I don't, I don't have a log. <laughs> All right. Hit the music. All right. So the game I found. <laughs> he's going to go see the cat again. Uh, the game I found, again, trying trying to keep it in the Christmas spirit, is a board game slash card game, I believe, called Santa versus Jesus. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Right from the publisher. Ready? Santa versus Jesus is a challenge-based party game for two teams minimum of four maximum of 16 players so when we start these gig pod game nights oh yeah we could have a good time with this so team jesus and team santa okay sorry (laughs) the aim is to win believers from each other and prove once and for all who really rules christmas all right well until the next game that is the game starts. Oh, hold on. The game starts with dividing into your two teams and choosing who will be on Team Santa and who will be on Team Jesus. At this point, team members will decide which character will represent them in the game. They can choose from the following characters. Team Santa characters are Santa, Mrs. Claus, Rudolph, Pranner, Vixen, or one of the elves, Sugar Plum, Eggnog, or Candy Cane. Team Jesus are Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Angel Gabriel, Donkey, or one of the three wise men, uh, Myrrh, Frank, or Gold. Once everyone has chosen their character, yes, sir? I want to be Donkey. I want to be Donkey. Donkey! (laughs) Once everyone has chosen their character, they have to refer to each other by those names. There you go. I mean... If they don't and are called out by the opposing team, they will lose a believer card. Look at that. There's actually like mechanics written into this. Each team starts with eight believer cards. If less than 16 players are taking part, all the remaining character cards will need to stay near as they will be used for certain challenges. Blah, blah, blah. From this point on, the game explains itself. The team compete in challenges to prove to their believers that they are more worthy of their adulation than the other team. If they lose the challenge, their believers will lose faith and they cross over to the opposing team. They are team and versus, there are, I'm sorry, team and versus challenges. The challenges involve puzzles, riddles, knowledge-based quizzes, orientation games, and much, much more. You never know how you'll be challenged next. That's Santa versus Jesus. 
where the fuck did you find this? I feel like I'm on a big acid trip right now. <laughs> uh, it's I actually found it on Kev's favorite uh, board game website there, Board Game Geek. How much is it? Dude, come on. <laughs> he know, Kev knows all these things. If you're pinch hitting, you got to know these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> because I need to know where to find this game because I got to play with Corzy. He's got to be Donkey. He's you. I want to be a good Donkey. <sighs> um, it says it's twenty five dollars. Nope, I'm a liar. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The weight is one of five. Okay. Uh-huh. There is no price on this. It's free. Huzzah! Uh, it's on eBay. I know that right now. Price history. $10 on eBay right now. In Geek Mart. So it's a fairly che- uh, cheap game. Which is good. Because I might actually buy that. So we can we can do that. There you go, Corbs. You can live your fantasy being donkey. Kind of be donkey. You know, you can live that fantasy anytime without a game as long as your girlfriend's okay with it. <laughs> we like to call that a furry. <laughs> That's pretty disturbing, Jack. It's Jack. Are you surprised? No. Oh, All right. Uh, if we don't have any more gaming news or whatnot, I think it's about time to throw it to commercial. And I'm pausing for effect because I don't know if Corbs is going to jump in here like he normally does. No. Wait. <laughs> this one's just for you. Just for me. Oh, yeah. So my dog ex- accidentally ate a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. So I took him to the vet. There's no word yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back with a Holly Jolly News segment. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Now, before you take a long drive through Fulton singing O Little Town of Methlehem, here's the news. 
What? I mean, it's better than Avery singing two turds and gloves during the 12 days of Christmas. I shit you not. <laughs> First up, the grift that keeps on grifting. Did you hear the big announcement from former President Donald Trump? No, not him running again in 2024 to avoid prosecution. Something even bigger. At a time where we fire Superman, he has decided to step up and be America's hero. He announced last week a series of $99 NFTs depicting him as a cowboy, an astronaut, and even a superhero. The announcement video has that same superhero drawing shooting lasers from its eyes, clearly zeroed on in on Ivanka's ass. This is both funny, sad, and terrifying as the ridiculously obvious scam sold out in like a day. So as I have outlined many times before, we are well and truly fucked. When the common con men don't even have to try to look legit, it's time for a Discovery Channel documentary sequel to Idiocracy. Think about that for a second. Next up, so they really mean forever. Developer Ukes Interactive has updated us on the upcoming AEW video game, now aptly titled Fight Forever. Well, it was titled that before, but now we know why. They revealed that the game will not be an annual release like their main competitor, the WWE 2K series. Instead, the game will get updated with new features, wrestlers, and one would assume story content as time goes on. This is actually a brilliant strategy. Not only is the gaming public now willing to pay for incremental updates, looking at you, Assassin's Creed XP upgrade, but this can entrench users in their game. Imagine being able to play the same wrestling game for three or four years without getting it old and stale. Gamers are less likely to put down something they've invested that much time into. And this is something gamers have been asking of the WWE games since they were still WWF games. And finally, the death of Superman. After quitting The Witcher, presumably to return to the DCEU as Superman, Henry Cavill has been let go from the iconic part. James Gunn was hired to take over the DCEU and appears to be firing everyone involved in the Snyderverse. While some of this isn't 100% confirmed, there's been enough leaks to call this one all but confirmed. We don't expect Gal Gadot or Jason Momoa to return to their respective characters Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Even though Gunn has tweeted things like, I'm not sure where you're getting that we booted Gal, it sure seems like he's putting a ton of effort into not saying who's still on board. Now, while I want to trust Gunn, given his track record with Guardians of the Galaxy and Peacemaker, it seems stupid to throw out the best parts of the struggling movie universe. Cable is Superman. Momoa made Aquaman cool. Somehow. And Gadot? Well, fuck. Who can replace her? Adrian Palicki? Is anyone going to get that? Ah, there we go. The problem here is when heroes are recast like this, there's usually a longer period of time where the franchise was dormant. It's going to be tough watching the next Justice League knowing Harry, Henry Cable got fired. So we could have John Cena as Superman, Jennifer Holland as Aquaman, and Zachary Quinto as Wonder Woman. And Batman will be an actual bat that gets mad and shoots people when they point out he is a bat. Whatever. <laughs> And that's the news, kids. In closing, I want to tell you how I saved Christmas for some random old guy in Aldi this week. We're going to call him Old White Ham Guy. Now, I'm at Aldi the other day. I'm wearing a winter coat and hat, pushing around a shopping cart with my 11-year-old daughter in it. It's not like when I'm at Walmart during warm weather, and they assume, based on my unkempt beard and general air of trailer park, that I must work there. It was pretty clear I did not work for Aldi. We're going past the, uh, the, the cold case, you know, by the freezer section, when this old guy who's by the hams, wearing a mask, turns around and says, uh, which of these is good? I, I, I don't know what the difference is. And I started going and I realized, holy shit, he's talking to me. I'm like, um, well, I mean, you've got two hams here. I said, one is hickory smoked, one's a honey ham. This one's spiral sliced. I would go with the hickory smoked. That's what I like. He's like, oh, 
so so you think this will be good? I'm like, yeah. So I start to walk away. He's like, do I have to freeze it? And I, I stop. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to freeze it. If you're going to cook it on Christmas, it's going to be fine. It's vacuum packed. It's cured. That's why it's pink. So they cure it. And if you have it cured and vacuum packed, it'll probably last months as long as you keep it in the refrigerator. So you don't need to freeze it. Just put it in your fridge and then cook it on uh, Christmas Day. He's like, well, well, how do I cook it? It, this, this, one, this went on for probably five or six minutes. And I'm like, I said, well, there's several different ways you can do that. You know, and I went over different ways to cook the ham and uh, it was just really the same. Now, it, it, insane. And he thanked me when I was done. And then he just went off about his business like this is normal. He asks complete strangers how to cook things and for, you know, uh, culinary advice everywhere he goes. Now, needless to say, this is one of the stranger things to happen to me in a long list of strange things that seem to find me like weaponized heat-seeking weirdo rockets. But I like to think that when he sits down to his holiday dinner, he will be grateful for that Harry Aldi employee who was nice enough to push around that colored lady's disabled child and had time to help him find the perfect Christmas ham for him and his family of niece, daughters, and nephew sons. Paul? In other news... In Sweden, <clears throat> they celebrate Christmas with a giant straw Yule goat. Corbs? Nope. <laughs> he's like, nope. Every time he's like, nope, I'm just not going to do the segment. I'm done. Right. I'm out. Done. But then he doesn't go away. So. You, can't, you can't make me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Yule goat, huh? Straw Yule goat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe more often than not, the fucker gets lit on fire. That's fucked up. From what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Isn't that that's a movie or some shit like that? So maybe a flaming Yule goat? Could be. So let me ask you a question. What do you call what do you call it when Batman gets hurt? Battery? Bruised wing. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes. <laughs> and... uh, not much. Not much going on sports wise. I mean, uh, today, uh, Franco Harris passed away yesterday. Yesterday. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. So that that one kind of. Uh, I saw that today when I was uh, on. On lunch, uh, so he had passed away. So, um, best known for the immaculate, immaculate reception um, against the Raiders. Sorry, Paul. History's history, man. Well, that's true. I mean, still, I mean, he was he was a good running back. I mean, he was you know, he was very good. Uh, you know, the other thing that I I, uh, I kind of found funny, I guess. So. We, you know, we've talked about doing a wrestling segment or podcast. We've joked about it, I should say. Some of us have talked about it. Other people have flat out refused. refused. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I watched NXT. I've been watching NXT, I guess. I watch, not watch it all, but I'll watch segments of it or whatever. Um, watched uh, maybe Mandy Rose was the champion for 400 and some odd days. Was was yeah, she lost the championship and then the next day got released. Yes, which was, I guess, was kind of shocking. I mean, but and the reason she got released, I mean, I understand the reason she got released. I mean, she 
apparently had some. That's what happens when you show your booty hole to people online. But she did pretty well making that booty hole. <laughs> all right. So, but I, I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, and all the shit that the WWE produced during the Attitude Area era, and she gets fired for that. Well, there were the no booty holes anymore. No, right. I understand it's not the Attitude Era anymore, but. I mean, live sex shows and and whatnot. And yeah, but but you know, Edge and Lita's live sex show and her live sex show are two completely different things. One of those was fake. <laughs> True. So uh, I just I don't know. I just I found it. I was I found it kind of funny that you would just throw her under the bus like that. Well, I mean, it's, but, it's understood that they told her that she can't be doing that. Right. She just continue doing it. And she literally just said, not even a week ago, that she was considering retiring from professional wrestling to start a family. So I'm wondering if maybe this isn't all above board. Like, we're not all seeing everything. I mean, maybe this was her out. Especially if they came to her and said, look, you need to stop or we got to let you go. And then she's like, well, here's my way out of my contract. I'll show my butthole again. And she's made five hundred thousand for it, and she only made like what two hundred fifty with WWE. Like she has already doubled her money in a week. I don't, I don't know about her accounting. Oh, um, dude, she's made bank. They said she's gonna be making another five hundred thousand in another week. That's all insane. I know is that at one point was she a? I'm looking at you, Hugh, because you're more of the history on this stuff. Was she a quote unquote general manager on one of the brands? I don't know. I don't watch NXT. No, that that's what I'm asking is because. Oh, I don't think so. I don't because I know on our game on two K twenty two, she's like the raw like general manager like when you're doing the story mode stuff. Really? Yeah. Wasn't she like a manager to Otis at one point or something like that? A little storyline. Wasn't she like manage Otis and that other guy at one point? The working men or whatever they were, yeah. Otis and the guy that didn't catch right. on. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, but Corb, sorry. Where you get- I, yeah, I was gonna say we we completely ran over your segment there, Corb. Sorry. Right. Sorry. I was just looking. So I mean, for- I, I, oh no, I mean I don't have much sports sports related. So, are you excited for any weekend games? Are you excited Nick Foles is your quarterback for the last three weeks, or the immaculate reception's the fiftieth anniversary? Um, so what's going on there? I mean, to be honest with you, I mean the Colts are out of it, so sure. they've been out of it since week one. So, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward. To, I mean, you got teams that are vying for playoff spots that haven't in a long time. You got the Lions. You got the Jaguars are in it. The Jets are in it. Um, I watched uh, the Jets play, I think it was the Patriots, uh, Matt White's second game. Um, I watched that game. Um, that kid took some shots in that game and kept coming back. I'm sorry. That's that's pretty. I mean, he was on the ground twice after taking big hits, and they said all he ended up with ended up with was bruised ribs. And he came back after the third hit. So the first hit he didn't he didn't stay down. The second hit he went down. They took him off, and then the third hit he got hit. I mean, hard. And he lay on the ground for a few minutes and then jumped up and continued playing. And they said that. Bruised ribs, and I've had bruised ribs before. They're not fun. They suck. And he took more hits after that. 
I mean, he took two or three more hits on top of that big hit. So him getting up, you could see him struggling to breathe. You could see, uh-huh. it just was like, I was like, man, that, that's impressive. And then even um, Tony Romo was commenting on it, saying that this this kid is looking for a, a job next year. He wants to be a quarterback somewhere, and he's showing his toughness right here. And he did. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. And they almost came back and won. I was kind of shocked at uh, at that, but I mean that that's a that's a pretty impressive thing to to see. I like I said, I watched it, and I don't. I mean, I watched some football here and there, um, only because I'm using a betting site on football games, and I'm trying to to win some money. But it's failing miserably. Every team I bet on sucks. So, but it's I mean, cool. other than that. It's cool what you say, though, Corb. Sorry to cut you off real quick, but like you have Mike White, Tyler Heineke. Yes, yeah. these these quarterbacks, like we, uh, they make like twenty million a year, thirty million a year. But Mike White and um, Tyler Heineke, they make combined a million dollars. Probably they're they're making so little money for an NFL yeah. starting quarterback, and it's kind of going to be cool when Brady finally eventually goes. Where's this game going to go? Like, who's going to be the next face of the NFL? Like Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, or is, is it going to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen? We don't know. So it, Kaepernick. Same time. What? Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take a knee there, Paul? <laughs> but go ahead, Corbs. <laughs> no, I mean that's. I mean, like I said, I don't. Have, I didn't have too much. Um, I really haven't had a chance to kind of to, to do much research on sports because you know, I've been working my tail how, off. So, how are we going to come back? Do a sports report and not even mention that Brazil won the World Cup. What's that? I just uh, could put it into the notes by just saying that. I don't care anymore. And, and didn't like the biggest comeback in football history happen this past week or something? Yeah, yeah. The, See, yeah. even I know this shit, Corbs. You're slacking. Yeah. Well, sorry. Matt Ryan holds the NFL record for biggest Super Bowl defeat and regular season defeat in NFL history. That poor guy. Yeah, biggest comeback. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, I was against the Colts, by the way. Um, <laughs> way to go, Colts. Thirty-three that explains points. it. <laughs> yeah, it does explain it. You, yeah, it does explain it. The Colts. I think I can get eleven guy, ten guys off the street, and Jack is my quarterback and beat the Colts right now with one good knee. I'm not playing center. Yes, you no, are. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about. I'll get ten guys off, ten guys on the street, and make Jack my quarterback, and I bet you we can beat him playing. Iron Man football. I think one website said at one point when they were up 33 to nothing, Colts have a 99.9% chance of winning. And that slowly <laughs> went down fast. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, believe, I couldn't believe that. I was I was watching it because I had, I had bet on the game. I bet on Minnesota to win by I bet 33 the, points. No, I bet the spread. And they were, they were favored, by, favored by like three and a half. And they won by three. Ugh. naturally yeah yeah it was weird actually i was at dinner when it was going on that's it was like the first game that i bet i bet i bet on usually bet on a few few games like six or seven games sometimes eight games because you can win more money when you bet more games or whatever yeah that was the first game so when they when they lost by when they won by three just points, like yeah when they won by three points i was like well that, there goes that i can't not because you have to win all you have to win all every game has to win by the, the spread and i lost by half point i'm like well there goes that fucking eight hundred dollars 
No, 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 no. I didn't bet eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that's what you stood say. to win. Okay. It was like five dollar. It was a five dollar bet. I could have won eight hundred dollars. I was like, oh, wow. man, intervention time. <laughs> Forbes, we have to have a talk after this. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, no. I had a very I special not, geek would... pod. <laughs> no, no, Forbes is, is all in rags. Like, I bet 800 here. And like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never do that. The most, the most I bet is uh, like 10 bucks. 10 bucks on it. So, I mean, I mean, I, I use, uh, I use FanDuel. Yeah. I think we bet more than that on the uh, pay-per-view last month. That's... <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I make so... that joke, but I actually did that one one time back in the 90s. Yeah. Like, we, we, we had everybody throw in and do bets on a wrestling card. Oh, wow. So. Oddly enough, my old man won. <laughs> he, he won the bets on that. But that's an unfair advantage. He had, like, 40 years' experience. <laughs> um. But, like, I, I don't know how you're missing the biggest news in sports entertainment right now. Talk about Brittany Griner? Who? What? No. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, the biggest news in sports. It was announced this week on December 30th. John Cena is back. Back where? Uh-huh. On SmackDown uh, in Florida. Tampa? Florida? Help yep. me. No, it's his hometown. Yep, Can't be back in your hometown. <laughs> what what sucks is that the surprise was ruined like two days before. Didn't he tweet it or something that he was going to be back? Know, or something, something like that. Um, <laughs> We're watching SmackDown Friday night because the kids are really into it now. Madison is huge into wrestling now. And um, we're watching and they're going through the whole thing and they're talking about it's on December 30th. There's going to be a tag team match, blah, blah, blah. And I'm remembering, you know, the news that came out. So I already knew the end of SmackDown hits when, uh, when they're, when they're literally at the end, the go home segment and Cena comes up on the Titan Tron. She goes fucking ballistic. Oh my God. John Cena, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, i'm like you've never seen him wrestle before well apparently she's a huge john cena fan because at the talent show this past spring two boys did a a whole skit to his theme music so she's a huge john cena fan now so just for madison you 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 know can't see me (laughs) Uh, so she's super excited about that. He may have replaced uh, Liv Morgan as her favorite. So, oh wow, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. I did um, see that. I was watching. Uh, I did hear that because I was watching Raw with uh, when Seth Rollins came out. They mentioned it. Was it Kevin Owens and John or something yeah. like yes. that? Yes, KO, KO and uh, Cena against uh, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Oh, okay. Um, I don't see that ending very well for Sami. I'm 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 hoping I'm wrong, but I think this is where we see the dissolution of the honorary ooze. So we'll have to wait and see. It's disappointing when Hugh doesn't jump in on the wrestling discussion. That's <laughs> I mean, we really don't know. I, I, we don't, and we, and they could swerve us. We don't know. I've I've already said everything I have to say on that. I I think that they should run it. Until the the bloodline breaks, 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that they should turn on him because that's that's what everybody that's what everybody's expecting. Yeah. Yes. And, and and you know what? I can't logically find any reason other than Roman just going, yeah, I was just kidding, which is crap because he's done a lot of great stuff for them. They mm-hmm. have a legitimate reason to really value him. And I just feel like that it, w- without further development, it's just going to feel contrived. The only and thing they, is, is what they brought up with on SmackDown is the whole, his relationship with KO. Yeah, well, you know, I used to be friends with my ex-wife, but you don't have to worry about me hanging out with her now and helping her beat somebody up. I mean, shit, things change. <laughs> That's <fucking> awesome. <laughs> and the next pay-per-view is Royal Rumble, right? That's what you're saying? Yes. And then January twenty eighth. And do we think Cody Rhodes might make an appearance back? Do we we've know? heard nothing, but that is that's a whole lot of speculation. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there's also huge speculation now that Seth is going to win it and challenge Roman. Maybe speculation. Nobody I mean, knows. It, it seemed like that last night when he was talking with Austin Theory. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Austin Theory, I have a newfound respect for him. Um, I I found a show on Vice, and I know you're big on on Vice. Corbs. Um, yep. It's a show from 2019 called The Wrestlers, and it's basically all about indie promotions and different things. Like they go to Japan, they talk, you know, uh, to the the deathmatch people. They go to Bolivia and talk. There's a, like a whole women's wrestling thing down in Bolivia. Each episode is something pretty obscure. And what the first one was about the upcoming generation, and this was Austin nice. Theory before he was in the WWE. And you've got, I, I think it was Booker T, and maybe some other guys were like talking about him, but they said, you know, this kid. The way he emotes when he's in the ring, when he looks like he's in pain and everything, they were like, he does that. On Most guys don't have that by five years. A lot of them don't even have it by 10 years. Like, he has it right out the gate. You know, his his acting and his emotion is, is there, like he's a veteran. And his athletic gifts, you know, how gifted he is of a wrestler. And I, and I realized that, holy shit, they're right. And in that interview, he's like, he's straight edge. He, he's like totally, which means he's totally all into, you know, he's not, you know, wrestling and then going partying and getting in drunk, drunk and, you know, fucking girls and stuff. He He's dedicated to this. So while they're painting him as a heel, I am, I have a lot more, res- oh, I had no respect for him before. Now I'm like, hey, I think I like the kid. What, what, what you're saying makes sense to me. Like the kid's got a future and they make you hate that kid. And he does a very good job at it because I, I just can't stand him. But you're right. His in-ring quality and everything, amazing. He's he's way better than he and he has any right to be. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean, I'm I'm after learning all of this and because re- I hadn't even I disliked him so much. I didn't even realize how good he was. Uh, I think maybe the next Shawn Michaels. Start, I can see that start with the right ad. push and the right angle. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, be a heel for a while and slowly become a fan favorite. Yeah. But he's got to fix those eyebrows. That's I like mean, fucking two dead caterpillars on his forehead. You're you're born with them. What are you gonna do? You can fix those. That's I've seen the the threading ladies at the mall. I mean, they can they can hook him up. You know what? If I ever went and got my eyebrows threaded, I would I'd beat your I'd ass. Fully, yeah. fully expect you guys to never let me live that down. <laughs> all right, Corbs. Again, yeah. completely derailed That's all right. your like sports it. segment. Like well, he it. kept saying he had nothing to talk about and then just kept talking. So I think it worked out well. It, does. it always works out well. <laughs> so what do you call James Bond in the bathtub? What? James Pond? James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Oh. <laughs> what do you call James Bond when he's in the bathtub? 
What? What? Bubble 07. Bubble 07? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Oh. You you blipped on us for a little bit there. Sorry. That's all right. Um, um, Jack. What's up? Sounds like it's your turn for some erroneous questions of the week. Sweet. Okay. So, how about what famous event occurred in the United States on December 16th? I'm not going to give the year because the year will give it away. So, what famous event occurred in the United States on December 16th? Oh, the World Cup? No. Um, I swear I'm not Googling answers. Um, if you hear all the ticky tacky, I'm I'm putting it into the show notes. Uh, December sixteenth, American first, history, the first huh? Christmas parade. No, American history. Oh, you know what, Corbs, you're onto something because he did say he was going to get festive with his stuff. Um, this isn't festive, though. Dick. Jesus, <laughs> damn it. Um, the first polio outbreak. In Chicago. The Boston Tea Party. All right, good job. The next two, what? That's good, I like that. What modern day piece of sports equipment was invented on December 29th, 1862? What famous modern day piece of sports equipment the jock strap. Wasn't been a December 29th, 1862. Nope. The baseball yeah, glove. I was just no. thinking you need something to protect your jingle balls. So if you Makes think sense. of the word ball, that's kind of in the right area. So think of that. A basket for basketball. No. Uh twinkle toes. Think of a cartoon that had twinkle toes. That was with cavemen. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. Caveman. They had a dinosaur as a pet. The bat? Oh my god. He had a neighbor. No, 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 no. He's oh, trying to oh. answer your question. I know you're talking about the Flintstones. Yes. Think of the Flintstones. What did he like to play? What did he go bowling? Through? What was so the bowling ball? There you go. All right. I mean you led us to that one. And then the last one. This one I actually I came up with right before. Yep, three. Because we didn't record for two weeks. This <laughs> this famous uh, actor has had the number one movie the number one tv show and number one book in one week this is the only actor to have that eek this one i did know and i was like i was impressed shatner no is it recently no okay What what is his name? Um David Hasselhoff. No. Q? Hmm. Movie, book, I, and movie book and show. TV show. I can't even think of any actors that I know have wrote written a book. So So Don't Stand Too Close to the Naked Man is the book. Home Improvement is the TV show. Tim Allen. <laughs> Santa Claus is the movie. Nineteen ninety four in December. Wow. Wow. That one. Yep. Outstanding. Yeah, kind of suck at those ones. The animals. 
right. Uh, so why don't we? Uh, oh, I almost fucked this up again. Almost. Um. So, weekly topic. You guys ready? Yep. <clears throat> what makes a holiday movie a holiday movie? Do I need to elaborate, or do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What makes a film a holiday movie? All right. And the boys will answer that when we come back. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. sound means it's time for the weekly topic i'll reiterate what it was what makes a holiday movie a holiday movie guys happening on the holiday i mean this isn't you didn't say what makes a christmas movie a christmas movie so this has to apply to any holiday um i i made it more generic so you could fit other ones in but i mean where i was going with it was christmas movies what makes a movie a Christmas movie? Like, sure, no, like, um, it's kind of cool. Like, um, holidays when you're younger, um, you have the classics of the Christmas Vacation, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, um, maybe being and dressed in your pajamas, um, um, eating some pancakes, watching, uh, yeah, you're eating breakfast while you're watching the Christmas movie. Um, we actually watched, um. The Hangover on Christmas. That was great. Um, my mom got me The Hangover. We all like are all getting ready for Christmas. And my mom was like, I did not know what I bought you, but it was the unrated version of The Hangover. My parents had never seen that. So that was Fantastic kind of a nice movie. movie. Oh, it's great. It's it's a nice little surprise when Ken Jeong jumps out of uh, the, <laughs> the trunk of the Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. I guess I don't need to watch that movie now. You've never seen The Hangover? Oh, okay. Haven't um, we been over this? Hugh has only seen things that either have tights or horror elements to them like he doesn't watch like normal movies but no it's kind of cool though like literally i remember one year like before we watched like a christmas movie my brother just jumps into my room he's like christmas presents and then he like my bed breaks 
And it's like, but like you just go downstairs, you put the Christmas movie on, and then you're all together and just can relax and just be all together as one. That's what makes a good Christmas movie. Okay, so th- that's what you th- okay. Yeah, Santa killing things. That what that's what makes a good Christmas movie for me. Did you watch Violent that Violent Christmas? I did I did watch Vi- uh, Violent Night. Violent Night was today it actually. Yeah, nice. it was good. Now I. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it's groundbreaking, and I, I don't like it as much as a Christmas horror story. Um, but I mean, it was good. It was a lot more lighthearted and um, inspirational than I thought, based on the uh, the the media around it. I thought it was going to be a lot darker. Um, David Harbor Santa is great, but you know he doesn't start off as a killing machine, and it's it's not like evil Santa or, or just badass Santa killing things. You know, he he's kind of getting his ass kicked around until a kid inspires him to uh to go back to his viking roots i mean it was good it's definitely worth watching um maybe it'll go into the holiday rotation um i, I wouldn't say it's as good as fat man though isn't like john lukazama or something like that like yeah, isn't he the villain <laughs> yeah cool the the one thing you want to watch is is there's no sex or anything in this but there's lots of mentions of santa not being real and that only flew in our house because the movie literally has Santa in it, so it's clear to the kids it's not true. But we've been having to be really careful about what we let her watch. Yeah, we've uh, we've we've already had to address that too. Madison has come home and there's kids saying that you know Santa's not real and Tooth Fairy. Yeah, he's not real. Wait, what? Granted, at uh, granted at almost thirteen, that shouldn't be a thing. But Madison's a special case, so um, oh, we're we're gonna like. Ride let it go for as long as you can yes look yeah. at the magic yeah yeah he's real mm-hmm. yeah i'm santa claus <gasps> pancakes <laughs> I, I don't see the correlation <laughs> i don't either i don't know where pancakes are. i mean i'm never gonna turn down pancakes but <laughs> you turn out you didn't turn down at the, the comic-con fuck no as soon as you told me they had them i ran down that hallway but you notice what you notice what Paul did? He found out there were pancakes and he went and bought his own, Jack. That's Jack. how adults do it. <laughs> no, you buy my own you buy me the pancakes and then you just give them to me. Oh. That's no. what Santa Claus does. I did that for Kevin. See, that's a very nice Santa Claus. <laughs> I did I did do that for Kevin. Because we were joking about that. So <laughs> Um, for for me, so we're talking about what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. Um, it has Christmas in it. Christmas just, trees, Christmas. That's it. Trees. Just the, the just, it's based it, around it, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's ancillary, like like, and like I'm I'm gonna get to why in a minute. Like Die Hard. <laughs> like that's Die Hard. Die Hard right. Two. But Die Hard like, Two is a fucking Christmas movie. I'm not as well versed with Die Hard too. I know it does take place during the winter because I remember the snowmobile Christmas, scene no, with Christmas with uh, John Amos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like even like movies like Batman Returns yeah. takes place during Christmas, right? Yeah. It does. Okay. So everyone's had their say, right? I'm going to tell you what the correct answer is for me. Just saying. Uh, correct answer is what makes it a holiday movie is. If you can remove the holiday elements, does the movie still work on its own? So, Batman Returns. You pull the fact that it takes place during Christmas out of it, the whole movie still works, right? Yes. Right? 
Not a Christmas movie. Okay. Violent Night. You cannot pull the Christmas elements out of that without it being a Christmas movie, right? Correct. Like, the movie does not work without that. Correct. That is a Christmas movie. Okay. Now, Corbs. This, this is the answer, once and for all. You pull the Christmas elements out of Die Hard. Does the plot and everything still work? Sure. No. Oh, okay. That's a why hard. else why would he, all why, those people why is he, still why be in is there? there? Why, why is, is there? John in there? Yeah, that, why is he there? For once and for all, that proves Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, why? He's, I thought he we would, weren't going to do this this year. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. If he, if he, if it's not Christmas time, he is not in Los Angeles at the Christmas party, and no one is in that building. Right. You're right. Because they are there for a Christmas party. And if it's, hey, I'm going to counter you. If it's not Christmas, Bob Cratchit's family still don't have money to put food on the table. If it's not a Christmas movie, um, what what's another Christmas movie? One that's not blatantly Christmas like Elf. Give me one. Come on. Something classic. You're not wrong on A Christmas Carol, though. Like, they're oh. still poor as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, basically, the, the plot, the movie doesn't have to change if, if it's not Christmas. Because Scrooge it's is a, so a bad. It's a wonderful life, too. Wonderful Life is a great example. Right? Sure yeah, you... happen anyway. Yes. But also it has the actor that played Carl Winslow from Family Matters. So he's in that movie. He's the cop. He's going back to Die Hard. Not, yeah. uh, it's a Wonderful oh, Life. Uh, he, Carl Winslow's not a time traveler. It's... He could be. Not. <laughs> he's definitely not. <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend from high school always maintained that my father was the white Carl Winslow. <laughs> oh my God, the mustache too. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> the white Carl Winslow. <laughs> and who gets that one? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yes, Corbs, I sculpted this weekly topic just so we could prove that Die Hard is in fact... A Christmas movie. <laughs> and while we're at it, a little bit of advertising for our good friends at uh, Sci-Fi Horror Fest. Tune in to them on Christmas Eve, where Tiffany Beth will be reading Yes, I saw that. A Die Hard Christmas. Yep. Yes. That is their, their Christmas Eve celebration. Um, From there, let's move it on to our midstream report. Guys, what else are you watching other than Christmas shit? I'm not watching Christmas shit. I don't. Do, I don't do Christmas shit. Um, we are on season four of Supernatural with Avery, though. She is absolutely in love with it. Nice. Go ahead, Hugh. What? You, you referenced it earlier. Laura was on your nice list. Why? Oh yeah, because she posted to uh, Facebook that she was torn between uh, watching Supernatural or watching. Um, What's the other show? I must have missed that post. Shit. 
Yeah. Anyway, it was two shows. One of them was like, um, I it wasn't Sons of Anarchy. It was one of, but but something like re very realistic or supernatural. And people chimed in. A bunch of people said, "Watch Supernatural." And I, I went in, and since you guys haven't watched it, you won't uh, get the reference, and she won't get it yet until she gets later on. But I said, for the love of Chuck, please watch Supernatural. And she went with it, and she kept with it and started watching it. And, you know, I, I never – I never. oh, what are you going to say, Paul? Yeah. I understand that reference. Oh, okay. That's all I'll say because, again, I don't want to ruin it for anybody either. Yeah, but um, we're, we're re-watching it, and – just yeah, my my opinion of the show is just being solidified during this rewatch. Um, I've never watched it from beginning to end, um, you know, this quickly. I have oh, because it, you were it, probably it, watching organically. Originally. Yes, but 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 also, I mean, I've gone back and done a like a rewatch once or twice when it was only a few seasons old, but I've never done the entire thing like we are now. Uh, and just uh, the the world building in uh, everything that. I, here, here's what's funny is that there's you can tell a supernatural episode in fact when i watch walker texas ranger because a lot of the same people make that mm -hmm. i can tell it's the people that made supernatural because of the way they do some story story cues some of the cameras the flavor yeah music cues yeah it, it's the flavor and what surprised me this time is a lot of the shit that makes supernatural supernatural was there from the very first episode i did not realize what a complete picture um, they had when they created this because I mean there's like little music I don't want to say it's like background music that repeats a lot but they have a lot of little music cues little bass themes. line and guitar going yeah 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 but it's not a theme mm -hmm. song it's just it's you know th this song kind of plays fairly often throughout that shit was there from from the day the first that's episode. awesome yeah uh they they really because a lot of times especially long-running shows they don't really know where they're going when they start off uh, it really feels like they they had a, a clear vision um all from day one all the way to from the know, jump that's awesome yeah. that's really cool and I, Which, I honestly don't have anything against it it's just that's another one of those shows i have to watch by myself so that makes it harder. i would i would bet Kristen would love it we tried when it was on originally really like because because i remember that i was i watched the first one or two episodes as it was happening and she noped out she was like mm -mm. What what if you remind her that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it? Because a lot of women are like, she, she's not Shana, 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 Shana. That's Chex girl. Um, and that's going to be the the litmus test to see if she's listening or not because she's going to message me and say, "What the fuck? You don't know how to pronounce my name." Um. So, but yeah, <clears throat> no good shows though. Um, Tulsa King's still watching that. That's a good one for sure. I, I'm really telling you, that's really picking up. Um, the mobsters is still was still are you watching it on. Are you watching it on Prime? I'm watching it on Paramount Plus. My friend gave me her Plus, so like Dude, it's you can't getting, say that. She, it's just getting. Well, better. I mean, you said yeah. it about HBO Max earlier. Exactly. It's it's all getting, I said is I have it again. I said it at the previous episode. My friend uh, gave you on Mike. Your name oh, on you're Mike. Right, you're right. You're right. You're Shut right. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> no. But good stuff. It's a good, really, really good show. Stallone, I think he'll be definitely get a best actor nod for it for a show. But uh, also treating myself going to huge genre, huge genre. That's pretty cool. Um, the genre I'm rewatching Tales from the Crypt. So um, I remember watching the animated series. No, the ones that were on HBO in the early. It was 1989 to 1996. So I just I remember a joke, dude. Jesus. <laughs> 
Yes, I remember that the HBO show. Fucking awesome. But, it was, but yeah, it was like, oh my god, you got a lot of big name actors in it. The guy that played Cypher from The Matrix. Like I just watched the one where he was like a cat. Like they uh, operated on him, and like he would, they had he they killed him like in like eight times or something like that. And at the end of the episode, they buried him alive. I'm like, this guy, this show is getting really dark. The girl that was in um, Back to the Future, like a guy like molded her face and she became like all like gross looking. And I'm like, yes, maybe the the scariness factor is not as scary, but like some of the acting is pretty damn good. It's like a TV MA show. It's like, okay, I don't remember it being this kind of dark. It's like a more twisted uh, Twilight Zone. So I was like, okay, this is actually uh, pretty good. So I was like, I'm really, I, um, on Cyber Monday, I picked it up for 20 bucks, the whole season, the series. So that's awesome. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Where did you get that? Cause I'm sure the sale's over by now, but Amazon, if you want to borrow it, nice. done, it's really good. I highly like I'm rewatching. Oh, you them. actually bought physical media. Nice. Yeah, I, I bought a, a box set and I was like, oh wow, this is pretty cool. So it must be yeah. the year for physical media because one of Kristen's gifts, I actually bought a Blu-ray player. Because we didn't have one anymore. We have the PS4 up there, but the remote is fucking awful for the PlayStation. What's a Blu-ray player? That sounds familiar, but I don't remember what that is. Remember way back in the day, those DVD things? They kind of look like those things that you play on your PlayStation if you're not fully digital. Oh, the games. So it's a game player. Kind of. But they did movies for them, too. Almost like real to real. They did movies for games? You mean like Assassin's Creed, the movie? Did you watch that? I did. It was good. Was it? I've never seen it. I liked it. I liked it. Never saw it. It was good for people who don't play the games. Gotcha. And it and it, when I watched it, I hadn't even played the game, so I... I've well, got to check know, it out. You know, gamers are douchebags, and we're like, oh, everything didn't happen exactly the way it did in the game. You know, <laughs> it it was a good movie. It was interesting, and I was really hoping to see it go somewhere. That shit happens with it. Hopefully, maybe some. Um, It'll it'll be rebooted now if they do anything with it, right? <sighs> so I watched a couple of things. I was on Netflix. Um, you know, Supernatural is on Netflix, Corbs. It is. I see it all the time when I go on there. He's like, yeah, next. <laughs> What'd you watch? Um, I watched. I watched a couple of, like uh, miniseries. One was called the Texas Killing Field. I watched that last week. That was I. I, I was. Uh, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I was shocked at like all these like you go down I think it was what 49 they were saying or something like that and there's a there's a field there's like a giant area where like people dump dead bodies like these girls there they had something I think it was like 30 something girls go missing in that area or something like that and they found four girls in like one area wow yeah it was pretty wild and Basically, I mean, it was like how the the, the local sheriffs in, in the area didn't really um, take to people were coming in and saying, oh, my daughter's gone missing. She was here. She was she walked this route every single day and she's gone missing. You know, they're all and they would just throw it off as, oh, she's just a runaway. Like four girls are just runaways. They weren't doing anything about it. And then when they finally found these four girls in, this, in the same area, now they didn't find them at the same time. It was they found one. Then they came back like, I don't know, like two years later and there was another girl that had been put in the same spot and then they came back like i want to say like four or five years later and they found two girls in the same spot so they were like well this has got to be somebody doing it you know a certain person doing it and they're dumping them in this spot 
because this is where he dumps the, the bodies and type of things. So they thought it was a serial killer and never caught anybody. Wow. And all these, yeah. So there's, it, I mean, nobody's, nobody's, they haven't dumped any bodies in that area in a, a long time, but no, nobody's ever been caught. I mean, this started in the 70s, 60s or the 60s and the 70s. I mean, they had a couple guys that they thought were um, suspects. One guy did get charged for, One guy got charged and served time for um, yeah, in the sixties and seventies. Yep, that was me. <laughs> Come take me away. Maybe a family thing. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty, That was pretty wild. I, I, I like that one. I watched another one. Um, the state of Alabama versus Britney Smith. That was kind of a. That was kind of weird. Not weird, but it was like. So it's it's about this girl that. Um, takes a friend of hers and he's a he's a a drifter like he's homeless at the time and he takes her in and apparently i don't don't know how true it is but apparently this guy was raping her and so she called her mom to come take her to get cigarettes or whatever she was trying to get somebody to come over and kind of get her out of the situation so she came her brother came over and picked her up but the guy that was staying at the house that was sexually assaulting her came with them. So she went to the, she went to the convenience store to get cigarettes and told the girl behind the counter what was going on. And she said, reach out and call my mom. So the, this girl called called her mother after she left and her brother went back. Um, and it's, it, it's in Alabama. So there's a yeah concealed carry law down there. Mm-hmm. So he had a, he had a gun with him and he, the, the guy that was there was doing the sexual assault thing was choking out her brother. So she shot the guy in her house and they charged her with murder. That sounds she, like Alabama. And, mm-hmm. and she tried to do the, uh, uh, I can't remember the, the actual term of it. Stand your ground. Yeah. Oh. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And they were, they were like, no, no, no. That that's not what it was, because um, they couldn't prove that she was being sexually assaulted, even though she went and had a rape kit done and all that stuff. And they, you know, they just said no. So she actually took a plea deal at the end of it. Um, she was looking at twenty five to life. She took a plea deal for, I want to say six years or something like that. So, but because they were like, well, the, the judge is like, well, no, you you can't prove that, you know, this is what it was because when when the cops showed up, like she called the cops. And said, you know, my brother shot this guy. She, her brother was going to take the rap for her. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she went back and said, well, no, it was me that actually shot him. So they were like, well, you lied about that. So you were lying about this too. So that was, that was pretty good. I, I watched that. And it was kind of, that was kind of like, I was like, I want to take a look at this and see what was going on with it. So, and then the other last one I watched was, um, and I pulled it up here. It's called, the web of make believe death flies and the internet which was pretty which was pretty wild they, they talk about the first one they talked about and i was like awestruck that they do this shit it's called swatting i don't know if any of you have ever heard of it so what it is is these kids play games online so that'd be like my son being online playing a game with his friends and my son kills another kid 
in the the game, and that kid gets pissed. I know exactly what you're talking about now. And what they yep. do is they make a phony phone call from someplace. Like this kid could be in California, and he would call the North Syracuse Police Department and put in a call that there's somebody being held hostage in our house. Like and they send the SWAT team here, guns drawn, and mm-hmm. all that stuff while he's playing online. So when they show up, they see it all happening online. So this it, it, it's a big thing. And there was a there was a kid that was living in California that people would call up and say, "I want you to SWAT this person." So this one kid. Um, kind of egged him on. I was like, oh, come to my house. Do it to my house. Do it. And he gave him a fake address, like a phony, like a former address. And the SWAT team showed up. And when the people that lived there, when the guy came out the front door, he had his hands up and he started to put his hands down and they shot him. Holy shit. And killed him. Yeah. So now the kid that, the, the one kid that called in the phony swatting. The swatter. Yeah. The swatter. He's going. He's he's going to jail for manslaughter, as he should. Right, and the guy that the kid that asked him to do it, he went to jail for like eighteen months, and the kid that egged him on is still on trial. It's just it's uh, it's know, crazy. Yeah, it, it is. It's the weird. It's the craziest thing. There was a couple. There's it's a six episode thing. Um, I watched all six episodes. There was one about um, a girl that was. A neo-Nazi, but she didn't start out as as one. She actually um, met up with this guy. She started dating this guy who was a, a fascist, and you know he basically said that you know she wasn't true enough or whatever. So she went and did research on it, and she actually became the the woman's face of the neo-Nazi movement, which was I was like, holy crap! But it was basically like, and I didn't realize this, and I was I'm not anything like that but when you're in a relationship in that type of a group the female has no say like the male says everything if she if he wants a beer you have to go get him a beer you don't say anything you don't say boo unless you're spoken to at that time then you can speak so i watched the whole thing and this girl now you guys remember the the thing in charlottesville where the guy ran people over with the car yes Thanks. She was the person that headed that. She was the person that got it. Because what you don't know is a month before that, they had a peaceful one there. It was a small one. They all were there. Um, no violence, no nothing like that. What happened was there was people in other neo-Nazi groups that were traveling to certain spots where they were having these rallies. Mm-hmm. And all they were doing was going there to create violence. So they'd show up and they'd start, you know, harassing people and beating people up and all this stuff. Well, one of the guys that was there did was the guy that drove the car that hit the girl that killed the girl. But this girl organized the whole thing. And when she realized what was going to ha- what was going on before it all happened, she realized what was going on. She got out. She still got blood on her hands and mm-hmm. she has a lot to deal with it. But she. she she testified against him in court. She was the main, she was the key witness in their, their trial because she had inner, inner workings of it all. So that was, that was that one. That was, that one was pretty good too. Um, 
The last one was pretty, it was a two-part, last one was a two-part. That's about a guy who was filing phony income tax for dead people. To, to the tune of about $5 million total for the entire time he did it. And he, wow. what he was doing was he would he would have it deposited to a bank card, like a direct deposit bank card. Yep. That he could just go anywhere and plug it in and you could take money out. But what he did was he hired a bunch of people to do this. And then he would say, okay, you know, you're going to get we'll say X amount. Yeah. X amount of money back. And then you're going to give me a percentage of that. And then this is and he would you have to deliver it to me in a certain way. And he you got to take pictures of the whole thing. So I know what happened was the FBI FBI finally caught on. Mm-hmm. And then they um they they followed him, they found him. Um, but they couldn't make any charges stick right off the bat. So what they did was they they went and got a device called a Stingray, which is like a portable mobile detector unit. But what it does is like if it if it drives down the road, it broadcasts to everybody. So everybody's phone gets picked up. Right. Every, everybody who's using a certain type of everybody's using a mobile device, their stuff is being recorded too. And you're looking for one person. So this guy decided that he was going to try to fight and say, well, that's illegal. You can't do that. You're looking, how did you how did you figure out it was me by doing this? You had a broad, broad spectrum of these people and you zeroed in on my on me. Well, how right. did you know it was me? Type of thing. So he ended up actually they denied his claim in court, but it's gonna it's this is gonna come back to haunt the government at some point when they never that they're using this device so so it was I, I was impressed with the with the whole thing it was very well done um so those are the three things that i watched i really wanted to to kind of bring up so <clears throat> awesome i i'm still not caught up on anything we're uh we're trying i have to finish indoor before kevin kills me that's 2052 when you'll finish it. Right, maybe. That's when you get the next episode watched. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty caught up on wrestling. That that count. Sure. <laughs> Not to Kevin. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, anybody else though? I, I I don't have anything else that I'm watching at the moment because we're not caught up. I mean, we've watched a few Christmas specials. I watched I mean, the first two episodes of the Santa Clauses, but um, that's not bad. But it's, no, it's different. we haven't made it there yet. We still have to watch the Santa Claus three and then get into the show. Yeah, because we watched the first two. We watched three quarters of a uh, Christmas story this year, and we've seen. One. Oh yeah, no, the original. No, 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 new one is Christmas Eve. We're watching that then. Family doesn't know it yet. Um, <clears throat> and we've seen uh, Christmas Vacation about a dozen times. So. Nice. Yeah. Kylie loves that show. That movie. Is Rusty still in the Navy? (laughs) (laughs) That lady played Betty Boop, by the way. Fun fact. Yes. She was the voice. When'd you move to Florida? Clock. Sorry. You quote quote that whole movie. (laughs) You can. It's easy. Uh, Anything else, boys, before we we wrap up this uh, Christmas spectacular? No. 
So you're going to okay. drop your nuggets? I have one for you. Is um, it a Christmas nugget? Is it a crispy nugget or is it a Christmas nugget? Christmas nugget. Yes. Yes, it fits in. Um, remember, the important thing is not what you give or how you wrap it. The important thing during this very special time of year is that you save the fucking receipt. <laughs> That's true. Wait, before we go. Someone just called my phone, sneezed, coughed, and hung up. I'm sick of these cold calls. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and happy holidays. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.